Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand-new racing app for same-race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Every heart beats true for the red and the blue as we sing the song to you. What do we say? Redlegs Radio for climate, air conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda. Good evening to the Red and Blue Army. What a different show we've got in store for you tonight here on Redlegs Radio. Miles Fitzner in the chair. Ben Hooks off filming his uh, firefighter calendar. Mr. June, they tell me, he's on the firefighter shift. We've got some top-end guests in the studio tonight, but I'll start by introducing my number one fan of the Redlegs, my co-host for today, Geordie Paik. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me, I guess. Um, it's our show, so I'm always here. Also, massive shout-out to the cutest and biggest Redlegs Radio fan, George, he's six years old, pulled me aside at Alberton on Sunday to tell me he loves our show. Good on George for listening. Obviously, Redlegs Radio brought to you by Climate Air and uh, Climate Air Conditioning and Paradise Motors. Mazda, what guests we've got in the studio for you today? We've mm-hmm. gone straight to the top. We've got the skipper of the club. He's injured at the moment, but he's uh, decided to slide in here and have a chat with us today. Jace Bode, welcome. G'day, guys. Thanks for having me. He's a little bit quiet, a little bit smug. You know, it was interesting to see what we get through. We'll get the match review and we'll get uh, we'll get the upcoming game against the Eagles and thoughts off you. But we've gone straight. We've gone over you, Bodie. Could you believe we get a bigger <laughs> star in the studio than you? He's not happy about it. We've got the 2013 Premiership hero, the North Melbourne 73 gamer, Trent DeMont. Thanks for coming in. No worries. Thanks for having me. Now, before we get into further on in the show, we've obviously got our Barossa Boy of the Week in our match review. Uh, we'll run through the team, thanks to Coopers with Geordie, mm-hmm. and then we'll have a bit of a chat to Trent. And then after the break, we'll go to our Paradise uh, Poser question, run through the uh, another match preview, and we'll give you an under-18 update. But first, the Barossa Boy of the Week in our match review, we'll get into first. Now, Bodie and Geordie, you were both there. We went uh, went down to Port Adelaide and lost by 45 points. Our Barossa Boy of the Week was Cam Shenton, 27 touches of one goal. Excellent, well played. Geordie, I'm going to throw over to you. What are your thoughts on the game against Port Adelaide? And then I'll get your thoughts on this, Bodie, afterwards. Yeah, um, look, with the circumstances around the game, I actually thought we did a really, really good job. Cam Shenton stood out. Lewis Johnson stood out too. Um, obviously, I noticed a couple of negatives. Um, oh, here we go. As, as I do. And I kind of want your take on it, Jace. And this is myself and the red and blue army that was surrounding me. Um, that have these questions. Oh, she's got them written down too. Oh, yeah. All <laughs> Just, ten of them. All ten yeah. of them. Old Pake's Baker's coming out early in the show. <laughs> I was writing them down as everyone was saying it around me because I feel like they're the kind of listeners that we have and they want these questions answered. Um, one of them really was, is there a bit of nasty missing from our players sometimes? There are a few incidences where we could have run straight through the port player and we didn't. Um, is, is that a problem or is it just from the sidelines it appears that way? Straight up. Yeah. Straight into the grill. Uh, yeah. He'll say because he's not playing. That's yeah. why. 100%. I'm not out there. Okay, uh, do you agree no, with that? No, look, I think uh, it's one of those things you've, you've got to, in a game these days, you, you can't probably get away with what you could have previously. Um, yeah. 
But I think it's definitely something that we need to focus on as a group. We definitely need to look after our mates a little bit, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we've got uh, we've got some leaders that do that consistently. But mm-hmm. we definitely need everyone doing it more often. Well, there you go. I got the answers for you, everybody. And I had another thing I noticed as well, and I've noticed it the last two weeks. Certain players are pointing the finger rather than lifting their game and playing Norwood team football. Is that an issue as well that's happening? Or is it just, again, something we're noticing from the Red and Blue Army? I think that's a good thing. I think that you've yeah. got, you know, we've got the relationship um, internally to be able to pull each other up. So when the boys don't like something and they, don't, they see something, then they're actually calling it out, which is great. Um, so... I think uh, you should be asking for more of that because it should lift standards. Well, Geordie's awesome. gone straight in and giving you a whack. <laughs> I'm not going to give you a whack. A 45-point loss, obviously, to Port Adelaide. Now, they 20 listed players playing. Ollie Wine's racked up 38. Trent, you've obviously played a little bit against uh, uh, these listed players, obviously, in the last couple of years of your AFL career. You've been following the legs much, Trent, with how they've been travelling and or yeah, get to I watch any of the games? I have been. I, um, I text uh, Bodie a fair bit on how they're going. Um, but, yeah. They've been winning a lot by the skin of their teeth, so hopefully they come in handy at the end of the year and they start hitting their straps coming into finals. Pretty hard with Ollie Wines, Dixon, these sort of guys, Ebert, obviously all getting called up this week. One I'm interested in was Balderstone racking against Laddams and a couple of other guys. He still wins it hit-outs. You lose your clearances. Balders is... Look, if he dropped another 30 or something kilos and could maybe run a 632k, he'd have to be a shot at getting drafted somewhere, wouldn't he? We've had this debate before, yeah. He, he probably could, but... That's a, that's a lot of kilos to lose, isn't it? Well, he's already lost a few to get there. Bodie, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think Baldus has probably put the cue in the rack in terms of an AFL career. Um, you know, he obviously had some disappointment on the back of 14 and 15 when he had sensational years and, and we were coming off flags. Um, didn't quite get the opportunity to take it to the next level. He's um, he's done a power of work, Sam. He's looking really, really good. Um, and on the weekend, obviously, Pete Laddams is in great form. He had Billy Frampton and Sam Hayes, who are you know, two very good um, SNFL ruckmen as well, rucking against him. So he essentially had three on one. Um, and you know, to win the hitouts was fantastic. Um, obviously, we're, we're down a few injuries at the moment. So when you look in the midfield and you've got Griggy, Lewis, Dom, um, but we don't see Nunny, we don't see Abbott, we don't see Panos. I think there's probably a little bit of understanding that needs to happen as to why we're probably not winning our clearances. We'll get to the get to the injuries after the break in a little bit and go into them in more depth. But one thing I was interested in is uh, Charlie Dixon got the fine against Mac Bowler for a bit of rough play. I had a text message during the week, a little bit of ammunition. A few boys chiming into Charlie Dixon. We know he's got a few little anger issues, Charlie. <laughs> I don't think so. I think um, $200 whack out of an 800k paycheck probably not going to really hurt him too bad. Um, nah, on. look, he uh, he played pretty aggressive and Mac's not one to take a backward step and I actually thought that was a perfect example of us um, flying the flag when we needed to when... Uh, Charlie got a little bit heated and the boys stepped up. Well, we've got the team come through. We obviously want your thoughts on this. So, Geordie, you've got the teams thanks to Cooper's Brewery, and we'll run through that and get Bodie's thoughts on it. Excellent. So, again, thank you to Cooper's. We'll start at the back and go all the way forward. Uh, you got Wilco, Georgie, Zachy Richards, Ben's boy. Uh, you got Forst, uh, Ben, McKen- uh, Ben McKenzie every time. Brad. Ben is an actor, everyone, Brad, for my favourite show, just so we all know what's happening One of Trent's here. good mates. Um, yeah, so Trent's mate. Uh, you got Christmas, Brody Carroll there. You got the second favourite Richards, Josh, as well. Uh, Cole Gerloff, who also had an awesome game last week. Uh, Rabs Wilson, Zorst Dor, uh Hamilton. You got Bamps, Shantz, Bauer, my favourite of 2019, Sammy Balderstone. Grig, Barry, Talia, 
Grove, who could potentially making his debut for the Nord Footy Club. Um, you got Johnston, Campbell, who could also be making his debut for our footy club, and Olsen is listed as well. So, Bode, what's your opinion? Oh, well, it's pretty pretty much the same as what it's been the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, there's not Straight much change. Straight back, they call him. Yeah. Um, no, nah, look, there, there isn't much change. Obviously, there's a little bit uh, of water to go into the bridge. The boys will have a kick around tomorrow night. Um, there's a few sore boys on the back of a couple of six-day breaks, hence uh, where Grove and, and Bawley are probably in the extended squad at the moment. There's probably a few guys um, under injury clouds, but uh, yeah. At, at this point in time, pretty consistent. Since we're going to do it now, we're going to get to an interview with Trent, obviously, after the break. We might as well get into injuries now. So mm-hmm. Nunn, Abbott, um, Panos, yourself, Smarty, Sermo under a cloud. Can you give us a bit of an update, probably starting with you um, and where you're at? Yep. So I I did a medial ankle um, against the Eagles. Um, managed to get up and play the following week and obviously tweaked it again at, at South. So I'm... I'm not up this week. Um, hoping to be back after the bye. Nos was out training last night. Um, probably nearly did a full session. So expect to see him after the bye. Will Abbott's out of the knee brace. Um, so we expect to see him at some level probably after the bye, whether that's the first week or the second week. Um, Smarty's probably pretty close with his string. Expect to see him after the bye. I think Sermo managed to get through his first game of reserves on the weekend mm-hmm. um, out at Centrals. He was a little bit sore. So expect to see him probably play another full game in the reserves on Saturday. What about the mouth? What about Nunny? Uh, old tackle dog. Uh, he is battling a hip, um, but we're expecting to see him straight up after the bye. And then obviously we've got Dill Stevens and Cam Tahini, who are well and truly in our best 21 as well, that are playing in the state under 18. So um, I think we get them back for the Glenelg game. So we should be nearly all hands on deck, um, fingers crossed, in a couple of weeks. It would be good to get back to full strength because obviously the injuries have been hard, but uh, you know, going down to Port, 20 listed, 45-point loss. You're only down by 12 points in the last quarter. Not a bad effort. Just quickly on those under-18 guys, and we're going to skip that forward. Dill Stevens, 24 touches against WA. Cam Tahini kicked two goals as well. Just thoughts on both of you on um, potential draft prospects with those two. Obviously, don't want to pump them up too much because they're already sort of carrying... Um, egos, as nah. we'd say, well, young players. Let's let, it, let's let them have it. No, nah, we're expecting them to be sort of top 10, top 15 picks. Um, both got absolute weapons. Dill Stevens, a running machine, um, really fast. Tackles, uses the ball really well. Uh, Cam Tahini, beautiful kick for goal. Um, got some, you know, some AFL attributes that are going to hold them both in pretty good stead and will hold us in good stead back half the year. Just a quick one, Trent. This time of year when you were playing in 2013, leading up into your draft, what are the thoughts that are going through your head, just quickly before we get to a break, about you're potentially getting drafted, you're playing a bit of league, you're playing well. What's what's going through your head? Um, well, yeah, I was pretty fortunate at Norwood. Like, we had such a strong culture. It was easy to just focus on you know, the job that I had at hand each week, um, playing for such a great club. Uh, but yeah, like it does obviously, you get told a lot that you, where you're going to go and you read all the phantom drafts and stuff like that. So it is exciting times, but if I could give any advice, just just stick to stick to the structures that the boys are trying to get you to play. Well, obviously the two of them looking really good. Geordie, I know you're keeping a close eye on them and we're probably going to get mm-hmm. them in studio later on. Absolutely. After the break coming up, courtesy of Paradise Poser, we've got the Twitter poll. Do you think SANFL players have bets on SANFL matches? We'll throw it over to the two blokes that have played plenty of league and AFL football. We'll then run through our Violia match preview. Um, we'll do an interview with uh, with the Climate Air, Shoot the Breeze with Trent DeMont, and then we'll wrap up the show after the break here on Redlegs Radio. See you shortly. Every heart beats true for the red and the blue as we sing the song to you. What do we say? 
Redlegs Radio for climate, air conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda. Redlegs Radio for climate, air conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda. Welcome back to Redlegs Radio, brought to you by Climate Air and Paradise Motors Mazda. The show's going brilliantly without you, Hooky, if you're listening out there. Geordie and I got it well under control with the top-end guests. Mm-hmm. Before we get in, the Paradise Poser Twitter poll, we put this out. Do you think SANFL players have bet on SANFL matches? What a result we've seen here from our Twitter poll. 87% of people out there in the Twitterverse... Um, have replied, yes, that SNFL players bet on SNFL games. No 13%. Uh, let's go around the room here. Geordie Pake, I want the Pake's take on the Paradise Poser Twitter poll. Look, sh- surely it's happening. It happens in probably almost every sport in the world. So I'm along with uh, the rest of the Sandful supporters in saying yes. Bodie, your thoughts on this quickly? I know you can't say too much working at the AFLPA and whatnot, but 87% of people think SNFL players bet on SNFL games. That That's astounding. That is astounding. I've only ever heard of it happening once, um, and that was Essentials player betting on his own game. Um, I haven't heard of it outside of that. Trent, thoughts this week after, obviously, Jaden Stevenson um, has been what they say that he dobbed himself in, but I think he might have been caught, probably, um, and then he's uh, he's fronted. Um, how much education are you getting around betting and stuff at the moment in the AFL? I think it goes without saying it sounds like a hell of a lot. Yeah, we get plenty. Um, probably two years leading into getting drafted, I was getting educated on gambling and um, the drugs policy and uh, respect and responsibility and all that. Um, so, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to to have a bet on on your footy. I mean, there's so many other things to have a bet on. Look, none of this makes sense to me. I know that uh, everyone sitting in the room here with me, we've all been at the races and had a bet on the ponies here before. You can tweet us at 1629 SENSA. No doubt you'll probably catch up on some of this. You might even be able to catch it on Craig Hutchison's podcast with Damien Barrett, the sounding board. They'll probably be talking about it on there. Love a little plug for that, don't you, Hutchie? Before we move on, we're now getting into the main interview. The main interview here, we've got Trent Demond, the main guest. 73 games for North Melbourne. He's gone pick 30 in the draft. Trent, you're uh, nearly BOG in the 2013 Grand Final. Um, Bodie tells me a BOG on the ground, like clearly at halftime, probably unlucky to miss out on the medal. 2013 Premiership player. Mate, at the Kangaroos, first thing I've got to ask you, how's the changeover from Brad Scott to uh, to Reece Shaw? Because your game this year has, uh, I think, probably gone to another level. You're getting a bit more time in the midfield, averaging 25 touches. Not a breakout season, as you've been a good player, but I think you're playing better. How is it with the changeover from Scotty to uh, Shawry? Um, yeah, well, it's obviously been a bit of a strange month uh, for the boys. Um, Scotty was sort of all we knew for a long time, and um, the changeover, yeah, was abrupt, uh, caught us off guard. Um, but, you know, since then, sort of from Shorey and the leadership group, they've they've held their own and done really, really well in keeping the boys together, and um, the whole club sort of footy moves on really, really fast, and... Um, yeah, we've been excellent at just moving forward and a couple of results have gone our way as well, which helps um, on the weekend against GWS. We're, we're no good. So we've got the bye this week. Um, have to, you know, regroup and go forward from there. Mate, there's been a bit of talk about Reshaw getting around the players more as opposed to Brad Scott and what like he was like tackling the players from a personal level. Um, people have come out in the media and said that that Scott, obviously, when he first started, got around the players a lot more, and then as time went on, it didn't happen. Are you noticing more of a personal um, personal touch from 
from Reese, or is it just the fact that he's just started and that's what, what new coaches do when they first start? Um, well, from my encounters with Reese, that's that's sort of all I know with him as well. Like he's loves a lolly. Yeah, <laughs> built relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> built relationships from the start when he got to the club, and um, I've just heard he's a really terrific fella from everyone else outside of the footy club. So um, yeah, I, th- I think there is there was differences there. He's uh, he's a real real strong on building relationships, and um, that's probably yeah one of his main things and probably his strengths. While we're still on the coach one, it'll be the last one on this. Uh, might be a tough one too. Out of Clarkson and Longmire, who would you like to see coach the Kangaroos next year? Voss um, it's probably not in the mix from what they tell me, but could be putting his hand up. But, I mean, either of those two guys, any whispers, anything you can tell us here we break on Red Legs Radio? No, no, no. I have absolutely no idea. That's above my pay grade. Would you like to see Bass go there? Yeah, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, he's a- Nathan Bassett, heard it here first, Red Legs Radio. Geordie, over to you. All right, so the most important question is, have you spoken to Greta and Carly at Travel Associates Nord to book the surfing trip? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what? The, sur- yeah. the surfing trip surfing being trip. the footy trip. The footy trip, oh, yeah, surfing yeah. trip. Oh, um, no, no, I haven't. No. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the mail coming through is that you uh, you like hanging around the Nord boys and that uh, that the catching up with the boys for a bit of a surf later on in the year, the Norwood fellas, book the flights early? Uh, I haven't booked the flights yet, but there's a there's a chance I could be there. Bodie tells me, correct me if I'm wrong here, Bodie, that you told him that any trip that Bodie was going on, you'd be on. A little bit of like, bromance kicking along here, or <laughs> is, that, uh, is that how it operates? Yeah, yeah. No, I like to get around the great man. Get around the great man. Hey, another one I want to ask you is you're starting to do some work with a charity um, called I'm Worth More, set up by Luke McLean. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I know it's important to you. We saw you uh, some stuff on socials this week. But uh, tell us a bit more about that and get right into this because it's a really important cause. Yeah, so it's just his work really revolves around breaking the stigma around mental health. Um, I, when everybody hears mental health, I feel like they sort of take a back, backwards step um, when it's something that we should be really proactive about and uh, I think the difference from Luke's um, with I Am Worth More and your lifelines and Beyond Blue and stuff like that, they're, they're sort of, um, once you get too far, I feel, once you're too far down the, the, the wrong track, they help you get out, whereas this is more about strategies to, you know, keep your mental health in a, in a good space, so... Well, it's obviously something that's been pretty close um, to a few players, and we've seen a lot of players come out recently uh, with Jack Stephen. Broadbent has recently at Port Adelaide um, have issues with mental health. Um, is is this something that you, you're just trying to get the message out there as much as you can, trying to get it to take off? Is there anyone else on board um, with you? Is it just sort of starting out? Um, well, yeah, Luke was doing a beyond like helping Beyond Blue for a um, charity ball long long way down the track. This might have been 2014, and I got him a Guernsey just to help raise some funds for that that cause. Um, and then just through there, we've stayed in contact. And um, yeah, so at the moment, it's just me as an ambassador, and Luke's doing uh, power of work. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically it for now. So, what's the best way Redlegs Radio listeners and Nord fans can actually help out with this cause? Seeing as you're a great Nord person and it's run by a former Nord player as well, how can we help out uh, with the I am worth? I am worth more. I'm worth more uh, initiative. 
Well, yeah, probably just get onto Instagram, social media, give me a follow, and just actually see what his work's about. Like, if it's not if it's not for you, it's not for you. But mm-hmm. um, you know, appeal, I think it will appeal to a lot of people. There, everyone goes through struggles and has their time when they're when they're struggling. So, um, if we can just you know open up the conversation and uh, make people comfortable talking about you know their problems and um, yeah, and just finding strategies and ways to help each other. Uh, it's, it's a positive thing. Well, for all the listeners out there, I am worth more Instagram, social media. Go to Trent's Instagram. He likes all the followers he can get. Just quickly before <laughs> we get off you, Trent, the living arrangement, still single, mate, obviously, or yeah. just got one on the go or two or uh, give us a, <laughs> let us know. Still still single. Um, just bought a house on the weekend, so I'm currently renting, living with a mate from school um, who moved over. But, yeah, we're going to move in there in the 60 days settlement. So, big news for me. Beautiful. So, uh, girls that are listening out there too, get on Trent's social media and give him a like (laughs) and a follow. Hey, we'll just run through the match preview uh, against the Eagles at home. We play them at 240 Cooper Stadium on Saturday. Uh, Obviously heard the sides. Jace, I want your thoughts on this quickly, and then Trent, I'll get something from you. Match preview via the Eagles. You've heard the team. You're obviously out. Uh, What do we expect on Saturday at 240 at Cooper's? Effort and intensity. That's what we want. We want four quarters of effort and intensity. Good, hard-nawed footy. Um, boys strong in the contest, getting the ball forward, locking our forward line. Umpire runs it out once we've kicked a goal. Like that. Trent, what are you expecting to see from the Red Leg boys this weekend? Well, hopefully exactly what Bodie just said because, you know, I'm not too closely in on the structures and that, but the effort and intensity is what fans want to see and what past players want to see. Are you going to be down there Saturday, 2.40, maybe? Uh, maybe, maybe for a little bit. Yeah. Wait and see. All the kids want to run up, get an autograph off Trent. Um, go and hit him up. He'd be more than happy to. Geordie, your tip and your take on the match preview versus the Eagles quickly, thanks. Um, I mean, it was wrapped up perfectly by our captain. Um, I definitely agree with that. We need hard footy. That's what I'm excited to see. Um, I will never, ever, ever put my bids in against Norwood, so I'm going to go for us with a 20-point win. 20-point win, Geordie Pakes take for the Violia match preview via the Eagles. Once again, 2.40 at Cooper Stadium on Saturday. Please be down and be there and support it. Once again, Red Legs Radio brought to you by Climate Air and Paradise Mazda's Motor. Now, I can tell you, you can tweet us at 1629SENSA. You can uh, reply to the Twitter polls. You can look us up on social media, follow all the pages. Just once again, make sure you go and follow the I Am Worth More with Luke McLean and Trent DeMond as the Ambassadors. Thank you, Trent. Thanks for coming in, mate. Thank you very much. Thanks, Beauty. Bodie, thanks for coming in too. Captain's take. And Geordie, thanks for coming in. Obviously, great show. We managed to get through it without Mr. June shooting the firefighter's calendar. Hookie, if you're listening out there, unfortunate, mate, but things are going really well without you. That's all from here at Redlegs Radio. Signing off and see you again soon. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.